I wonder if we're going to have a good podcast today. Let me ask my magic eight ball. Oh, eight ball, is it going to be a good podcast? Ask again later? That doesn't really help. All right, I'll ask my Ouija board instead. All right, it's moving. First letter is F and then A. All right, F-A-R. Oh, God, what's it going to be? T. F-A-R-T. Very mature Ouija board. All right, well, I also made this cootie catcher. Maybe I'll try to see if that works. Uh, Will we have a good podcast today? All right, let's see what it says. Go fuck yourself. Why did I write that? everybody at last it is time to discuss episode 14 of avatar the last airbender nick montagani here with brendan riley brendan how how are we doing today pretty good it's good. it's a, a gray day out there it's looking a little ugly yeah for sure it's kind of nice though it's it's cool like the weather is is cool <laughs> it's cool that it's cool yeah yeah rain in the forecast v- very heavy rain for it's, us. Been it's gonna be raining like all fucking week <sighs> the weather this entire year so far has kind of sucked yeah it was 90 degrees like two weeks ago maybe three weeks ago now and then it dropped down to like 40 and then it went back up and then it went back down there's it's there's nothing you can do it's that good to old avoid it. new england weather gotta love it uh, you have to love it no matter what. It is a requirement of yeah. living here is that you have to love it. Yeah, yeah. Or get out. Or they kick you out. Yeah, you're not allowed. Mm-hmm. So um, we're loving it as much as we can. Uh, yes, Brendan, episode 14 of Avatar The Last Airbender. Hey, I have something interesting to talk about. Maybe just interesting to you and me, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Okay. <laughs> Uh, recently, this is very inside baseball kind of chat, but we okay. very recently hit a uh, big milestone in terms of our podcast yeah. downloads. Yeah, we did. Uh, and we're both extremely proud of ourselves. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. I told all my friends who seemed <laughs> less enthused than They're I like, was. Great. Great. This means nothing to me. They're like, yeah, congrats. <laughs> <laughs> I tried telling my wife several times, like, in the days leading up to it, I'm like, hey, we're getting close to this milestone. And she's like, oh, great. Like, definitely faking being interested in it. And I'm like, thank you for at least, like, faking. For this. pretending, yeah. Humoring me. I really appreciate all that you're doing for me right now. <laughs> um, But yeah, we've been going for just over two years now and hit, you know, a pretty cool number. And... uh we're pretty excited about it, and as we usually do in kind of momentous situations, we uh, 
just want to thank everyone out there for continuing to listen to us for uh, all this time. Yeah, thanks for putting up with our bullshit for two and a half, two years and some change. It's pretty bad for the most part. <laughs> Not a good podcast, but uh, the numbers are in to tell us that people are listening. So we're yeah. appreciative of that. Uh, you didn't say the number. Do you want to say the number? I don't know. Or do I don't we want think to, so. We don't want to mark the. <laughs> we don't want to date it that hard. I, I let's save that. Okay, but let's also just say for two nobodies like you and me mm-hmm. living in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. with no kind of social following, talking about dumb bullshit that has already <laughs> been covered in other podcasts a million times, many times over. Uh, the fact that we have been able to kind of do what we've done to this point is uh astonishing and humbling yeah so so thank you we're feeling pretty good about it yeah i do i feel great about it and we do truly love our listeners who have uh, remained loyal to us for all this time and uh, we will remain loyal to you and keep doing this as long as brendan and i can stand each other yeah yep which is not much longer <laughs> it's yeah things are getting rocky over here we're reaching a breaking point <laughs> been fighting a lot yeah off off mic but maybe today is the day that we take this <laughs> on mic let people know where we're really at yep <laughs> we'll see if we get to it uh just you know maybe a little bit of fun with this brendan uh this is we're currently recording our 93rd episode of this show mm-hmm Wow. Top, th- I know, hard to believe, approaching that big century mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the top 30 episodes in terms of total downloads are all episodes of Samurai Jack, which is not surprising. No, no, that makes sense. Uh, and that's 93, including all the, that's like total things uploaded. Everything. Okay. Everything. Cool. Yeah. Nice. The top five episodes uh, in that Three of them are the very first three episodes that we ever released. Okay. Which kind of makes sense if you think about like timing wise and people checking out like a new show, stuff like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, The number three downloaded uh, most total downloads for us is the episode Jack and the Rave. That makes sense. That's a big episode of that show memorable if only for the outfit yeah yeah no i i think when i look at like things like this if i'm not sure if i want to get into it i will check out like oh this is one of my favorite episodes of the show let's see how they Mm -hmm. handle that that is i think a big appeal with that which is the same thing with our number four downloaded episode is jack and the three blind archers so like definitely those are two people's all-time favorites and just searching that. That's a, that's yeah. a product of SEO, baby. And the Scotsman's got to be on there, right? It's definitely high on the list. Yeah. yeah. So people have an episode. They look for us and we're there to provide it for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Any episode you want of Samurai Jack. <laughs> we got we got it. We got it. And someday we'll be there with Avatar. We're, uh, you know, we're working on it. We're working on it. Uh, our top downloaded episode of Avatar The Last Airbender was actually surprising. Because it's a very recent episode. Is it Jet? It's Jet is our number one. Why? Do people love that episode? Is that a big episode for people? (sighs) I don't feel like you and me loved it. I didn't love it. No. It was fine. But like, are we wrong? (laughs) 
you are can we, see when are there's... we out of touch or is it the listeners who are wrong? <laughs> no, no, it's the listeners who are wrong. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, like a named character mm. who everyone has a lot of chemistry with or some kind of relationship <laughs> with in one way or the other. Mm-hmm. It's important to people. He's like an anti-Robin Hood. People love that shit. Yeah, you know, take what I know, but make them bad. Yeah. <laughs> Our top three downloaded Bonus episodes. The third is our recap of the movie Avatar. Okay. Yeah, but but our retention on that is awful. (laughs) Terrible. Yeah, it's funny. Again, very inside baseball discussion, but you can look at the numbers of when people stop listening, and as soon as they realize that we're not talking about Avatar The Last Airbender, and in fact talking about the adventures of Jake Sully. It's like the the moment you said the word Pandora. (laughs) You can see it second by second. The moment I said the word Jake Sully, we're like, I'm out of here. Oh, what the fuck? I don't want to listen to anything more about this fucking guy. Which I think is great, because that is the exact thing I wanted to happen with that episode. That was the joke, and it worked. It worked so well. (laughs) So we thank you, anyone who might have listened to that entire episode. If there is anyone, (laughs) we we salute you on the Gotta Recap podcast. (laughs) Uh, Number two on that list is our Game of the Year 2022 episode, which was... Recent, people clamoring to hear what we had to say about the games of the year. (laughs) Which is good. We'll definitely continue to do video game related content as we go forward. Might have to do a Zelda episode after we've had some time with that. I think it's likely. Well, I I don't want to. I don't want to poison the well. Let's not. (laughs) We'll talk about it. (laughs) We'll get there. Uh. And then our top downloaded bonus episode was the best episodes of Samurai Jack for season one. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. <laughs> why Why that one? I don't know. It's a, you look at this whole list and you kind of go, why that one? This yeah. This is what we're talking about here. Huh. Um, okay. But I don't know. People, season one of Samurai Jack, people are like, oh, yeah, I remember all of these classic things. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of good episodes in that season, though. It was ranked highly when we ranked all of the seasons. I think you might have ranked it number one, and I might have ranked it number two. So, yeah, and we both loved it. Yep. I think I they all went downhill except for season five for me. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Do we want to talk about Samurai Jack a lot more on the show, or are we kind of done with that? Um, I mean, it'll come up again, but we don't have to do it right now. Let's get oh, what we know. I've said all I could say. It's what we're good at. (laughs) No, we're getting good at this new thing. Uh, Brandon, is it sad to talk about what like our least downloaded episodes are? Because I have those figures as well. Let's do it. We're already here. Okay. Okay. We'll get into it. Number three. So the third least downloaded episode is the bonus episode. Which Samurai Jack character are you? (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, not surprising. Also, I actually are forgot we episode. did that. I that know. was it's, great. That's let's get this over with. Let's get this over with, and people, you know, not not even willing to get it started with. It seems no. like, which is totally understandable. Uh, number two on that list is another recent episode, which is the Avatar episode, The Great Divide. Yeah, that, and you said people don't like that episode, so that kind of checks out. 
I could almost see that swinging the other way, though, where people are like, I hated that episode, so I want to hear someone, like, tear it apart. And then we spent the whole time not doing that. And then we were like, no, this is actually okay. This is a fine episode. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what any of you are talking about, but thank you so much for listening. You're all wrong. (laughs) It doesn't maybe get deserve the reputation that it's gotten but uh yeah it's it's on this list and then i don't know brendan i mean i don't want to bum you out because this is gonna be the invader zim episode our least downloaded episode is the invader zim most horrible xmas ever that checks out which is the only episode that brendan has like been like the Kind of lead, yeah, recapper on. So no, that makes sense though. Christmas episode of a show that's very different from what we normally do. Yeah, very niche kind of thing. It has you know nothing to do with you, Brendan. Because if they're downloading the episode, they don't they don't know what's going to go on. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. We'll get them. Although I think maybe maybe it did have some bad like mojo with you being the host. Like it was destined to fail from the start. Yeah, that could be it. I shouldn't say you being the host. We're both the hosts of this show. It's, you know, I'm the one who does most of the reading of all of this bullshit. Mm-hmm. You did the homework. The... I'm just here to laugh at yeah. it. Yeah. And then the one time where you studied up a little bit, people, people didn't listen. <laughs> you tried your best and failed. The, the lesson, lesson is, is never try. <laughs> uh, Yeah, we're... Uh, both feeling happy. It makes the whole thing feel worthwhile when we have data out there that suggests people are actually listening to the mm-hmm. show. So again, we just want to thank everyone for continuing to listen to us. Yeah, and hopefully us spending this time t- talking about our analytics <laughs> didn't drive you away. It's kind of, I think it's kind of interesting though. I like it, yeah. And really, <laughs> it's, that's what matters on this show. Most of the time, it's really only what you and me care about. I could give a fuck. If you want anyone else to to like what you're doing, you've got to like what you're doing. It's a personality-driven uh, business, <laughs> Brendan, and you and me have the biggest personalities of anyone in the game. <laughs> biggest personalities in our respective rooms. <laughs> yeah, currently, yeah, right now. <laughs> I wouldn't argue with that. Uh, let's see what kind of analytics we get on this episode 14 of Avatar The Last Airbender, shall we? Yeah. Let's crunch them numbers. <laughs> and then you put like a, a cash register sound. Cha-ching, baby. <laughs> or like just like the when they're when they're tallying things. Like, <laughs> and someone goes, Eureka! <laughs> Eureka! Episode 14 of Avatar The Last Airbender, titled The Fortune Teller. Mm-hmm. I predict we're going to have a fun episode, Brendan. Oh. <laughs> That's my joke. That's the one joke I, <laughs> I actually didn't even write that down. It's just the most obvious thing you can yeah. say in a situation <laughs> the, like this. The lowest of fruits. <laughs> but I've plucked it off the tree anyway. <laughs> didn't even have to get up out of the chair. Nope, nope, I just did it from right here. (laughs) Yes, The Fortune Teller, September 23rd, 2005. Uh, Previously on Avatar. So, we've had a few big important episodes in a row on the show. Yep. 
We're going to keep that streak alive today, huh? Uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I like what this episode set up. It's definitely I, also, not as big, though. No, no. God, no, no. It's not doing what we've now kind of gotten back into doing. It's We're, we're going through wild swings with this show. Yeah, it, it doesn't know what it wants to do. Which, you know, with varying degrees of success. Were the last couple episodes like specials in any way? Was it one of those things that they used to do on like children's networks where they're like, oh, the, this week uh, Pikachu gets abducted by aliens. That which, sounds like a kick-ass show. It Pokemon. happened. It happened. That was a thing. Um, and that's how they advertised it. <laughs> Turns out it was just Team Rocket in an alien costume. Okay. I was... I really did need some follow-up yeah, on yeah. if Pikachu had actually been abducted by real aliens. <laughs> no, it was just Team Rocket dressed up as Grays. Um, but, like, they spent, like, two weeks leading up to it, like, showing the scene of the aliens holding Pikachu and being like, oh, my God, it's the biggest Pokemon event ever. God damn. Mm -hmm. That is incredible. Are there any Pokemon that are considered to be aliens? Mew? Maybe Mew? I don't think Mew is considered an alien. Mew is like an old god, like okay, like Arceus and all them. Um, I don't know if there are any that are like otherworldly, except maybe like that legendary from Diamond and Pearl, Deoxys, yeah, like the big centipede-looking guy. <laughs> I got nothing for you. <laughs> it's like a big creepy centipede that you could catch in the third installment of the Diamond and Pearl series. You know how they always did like a third one that had an extra like bit at the end. Sure. It was that guy. I think he's like extra planar. <laughs> I think my Mew alien theories come from uh, Pokemon Snap, the original. Where you find him in space. You find him. You have to go to space to take mm -hmm. pictures of Mew. Yeah, on Rainbow Road. And it's a pain in the ass. It's terrible. Yeah, it's not really that fun to do. No, nope. you have to do it. You have to. You have to do it. You have to. You got to. You got to. Hit him with fucking pester balls until his shield goes away. <laughs> and then you've got a half second window to take a picture of him. Who's the best Pokemon to take a picture of in that game? Oh, boy. I really like the Charmanders where you throw the apples and they're all like hanging out on the side. And then they become Charizard. And then you can. Well, that's one that's walking around a pit. You got to knock him in the pit, which is also kind of funny. Isn't that a Charmeleon? Uh, it might be. I can't remember. I think there's a bunch of Charmanders, and I think if you get them to fight each other, they turn into Charmeleons. And then there's a Charmeleon walking around a pit that you knock into the pit, and he turns into a Charizard. That's right at the end of the level. I like the Dragonite that you can take pictures of. Mm -hmm. He's very cool. I like the Psyduck, just because, you know, Psyduck's great. Yep. You can get the Surfing Pikachu you in can, the you first level. That. It's a really big moment when you figure out how to get Kangaskhan to turn around and, like, take a good picture. Yep, yep. Well, there's a lot yeah. of good ones. Or a Slowpoke when you get him to fish. Yep, classic. That's a good game. Too bad that the sequel wasn't as good. <sighs> I know, I'm so disappointed. I, I, in the moment while we were talking about it, I remembered how disappointing that <laughs> sequel was, yeah. and it made me sad. Yeah. They tried to do too much. That's the problem with it, I think. And uh, the sum of the parts were yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, they, they tried to do so much, but none of it was really <clears throat> up to what I was expecting. This is that video game talk that I said we were going to do more of on this show. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> How are we liking it? <laughs> How are so we feeling far, about it? <laughs> so far, pretty good. The analytics, again, are going to go crazy. He's got to put it in the title that we're doing it. <laughs> Pokemon, yeah. 
episode Atla, 14 episode 14 yeah. the fortune teller slash pokemon snap featuring pokemon snap <laughs> you won't believe what happens next uh, <laughs> um but yeah so it was this to get back to how we got here what what are we talking about <laughs> what were those episodes advertised as like big oh, reveals right, right, right i don't i yeah i don't have any idea that would be interesting to look into though mm-hmm. to see if they were like hyping up like big moments in avatar because yeah. i feel like cartoons used to do that all the time for random episodes like in the middle of seasons just like this sure. is gonna be a big one yeah and then the next week it's like and now we're back to our regularly scheduled bullshit <laughs> and now we don't really do that anymore although i'm not really current on a lot of shows that are airing mm. on cable network cartoon no. kind of no things um yeah. i only watch cartoons on netflix now it's all about streaming, baby. You can mm-hmm. watch them. You can blast them all in one day if you wanted to. Yep. I really like Hildy. It's a good show. I don't think I know what that is. It's a little uh, like Norse girl running around meeting okay. uh, like Norse myth creatures, like giants okay. and things like that. I like that. It's very good. Interesting. It's a good show. You guys should all check it out. We'll do that after we're done talking about this episode which (laughs) we've strayed so far from the path let's do it huh let's go back to it here we are uh ang and company are sitting near a river Uh, a big fish flops around and is literally taunting Sokka to come and catch it it's got like a man's face it's weird we we really focus on this fish's face for a moment it reminds me of the ones from uh wind waker do you think this is the ugliest fish or the sexiest fish we've ever seen? I can't tell. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know. It depends on like which shot. This real close up, it's like handsome Squidward almost. It's a beautiful fish. <laughs> yeah. But then we see it like a little further away later and it's a little uncanny. Well, I'm going to have to think about how I feel about this fish <laughs> in my quiet hours alone at home. <laughs> and uh, I'll report back to you later. Uh, there will be no fishing today, though. Uh, Aang has woven their fishing line into a necklace for Katara. Mm-hmm. Pretty Very dumb. Sweet. Very sweet of him. Nice to do, but also <laughs> yeah, short-sighted. <laughs> uh, he's done that for her. He says, you know, since I thought, you know, since you lost your other necklace. Hey, remember that? Oh, yeah, that did happen. <laughs> Is Zuko just still hanging on to that? He's He's got it. it. (laughs) When he was laying in bed looking at his picture of Aang at the end of last week's episode, he was also holding that. He turned back around and looked at the necklace for a (laughs) little while. My best friends. (laughs) Sniffed it. He's got a a picture of the three of them with him, like, cut out of a different photo and pasted into it. It's Sokka's body. (laughs) And he's pasted his own head onto Sokka. (laughs) He wrote BFFs on it. Uh, it's a lonely life that he's living, but he's doing the best he can. Um, Sokka does suggest that instead of saving the world, Aang should go into the jewelry business, to which Aang rightly questions, why can't I do both? Yeah. Oh, ambitious. There's time, you know? (laughs) We've got a calendar for saving the world, you know? That's only got to be done in, like one year's time yeah we have a deadline for that after that i'm wide open i've got to have yeah my calendar is <laughs> wide open i'll be making all necklaces probably for you know the next 50 60 70 years that would be great if that is like in the in the cora time jump we find out that's what he's been doing yeah that's what he did before 
he died necessitating the birth of Avatar Korra. <laughs> he spent the rest of his life being a jewelry maker. Making fine jewelry out of people's fishing lines. You can have worse lives than that. It's a scourge on the countryside. <laughs> yeah, the uh, fishing sort of industry went under because of his antics. <laughs> Nobody can do anything about it because he's the fucking Avatar. <laughs> But everyone looks great with all those they do. necklaces they're wearing. They're all, they all look real stylish while they're starving to death. You know, you take the good with the bad. <laughs> uh, while Sokka is violently stabbing at the water with his tooth knife. He did. He runs into the water with a knife and just starts like slamming it into the water. It's probably the most violent thing we've seen in the show so far. Hoping to come up with something, but yeah, not hitting the target. Uh, Katara models her new necklace, which drives Aang completely gaga. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like, humming a humming a humming a So this is an example of how it's not real anime, because if it was, he would have got a massive nosebleed. This is true. There would have been one big bead of sweat rolling down his yeah. head. Yeah. Although he also could have gone in a different direction and like his heart could have started like pounding like three feet out of his chest. (laughs) And then his mouth turns into like a wolf and he goes, Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. We're, we're really nailing it with these Tex Avery things every week. (laughs) It's never not accurate. (laughs) No, it's, it's actually, I'm kind of impressed by how often it comes up at this point. His eyes go wide and they roll around like a <laughs> slot machine and then they turn into hearts. And his tongue rolls out and Sokka's got to come up and roll it back up. Roll it back up into his face, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, he's just feeling a certain type of way about Katara. Uh, he's tongue-tied in this moment and Sokka mocks him for this, but the fish smacks Sokka right in the face, which mm-hmm. is good. Yep. Um, Katara laughs this off and... Friend zones Aang so hard. It's fucking brutal. <laughs> I went, oh, I felt that in my soul. Uh, I actually said out loud, oof, when it happened. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. <laughs> she calls him like a sweet little guy and pats that's exactly him on his she, head. <laughs> that's exactly what she does. She calls him a sweet little guy just like Momo. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Aang is on the same page as Momo in Katara's <laughs> eyes. He has got a lot of ground to make up with this woman. Uh, pretty rough. Um, suddenly, there's a loud noise in the forest, and they run to it, and Aang screams, Someone's being attacked by a platypus bear. A platypus bear. That is what it is. They continue most of the animals being two animals. What do we think about the platypus bear, Brendan? I kind of like it. I think it's I think it's good. Uh, it mostly just looks like a bear with a beak and a big platypus tail. It does have the big tail too, yeah. Um, but if if they didn't point it out, I'd be like, that's just a weird bear. It's just odd bear. Yeah. That. So what's up with all the animals being combined? Is this like a nuclear hellscape? This is Earth. But yeah, just after something tragic has happened. And that's why everyone has like elemental powers because of the radiation. Yeah, it altered the human gene code. And <laughs> now we have powers not 
previously thought to not be possible, but now we can do anything we want. Yeah, and all the animals got combined, like some kind of weird mix em up game. They got radiated together and then started mating with each other, and now the world is just <laughs> overrun with abominations. Uh, that's uh, I, I like that idea. That's my new headcanon for the show. I'll accept it. I'll accept it. And I do think it's accurate. Um, I will say that the platypus bear is like number one on the call sheet for weird Avatar The Last Airbender animals. The platypus bear gets a lot of work. This is not the last time we'll see one of these bad boys. Nice. I do like it. Probably more than like the otter penguins. Yes. They were. Here's a little tease for you, though, Brendan. And I'm only going to say the word. We're not going to get into it at all. But here's another good one. Turtle ducks. Oh, no. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, no. <laughs> so just be prepared. Has, all I have has science gone too far? <laughs> Not far enough, I say. <laughs> uh, this giant creature is swinging ferociously at some old man who is just kind of standing there smiling with his eyes closed. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. This is not affecting him at all. He's casually stepping side to side, like dancing with this creature. He's he's really embarrassing that bear. Yeah, the bear looks like a fool. Uh, they rush in and try to give the guy advice on how you're supposed to respond in a platypus bear encounter. Mm-hmm. But they all have different advice on what he should do. Which I think is probably what would happen if if you came ac- upon somebody like <laughs> facing yeah. down a bear. It's such a true to life thing about like all the things you hear about what you're supposed to do when you see a bear. Yeah. I don't have I I don't have any idea. I don't I, know. I know a bunch of different things, but I'm not sure any of them would work. There's also different rules depending on the type of bear, and they're like, oh, you can tell based on its shoulders. I'm like, well, that means nothing. Yeah, to me. I don't have time. <laughs> if there's a bear barreling down on me, I'm not going to be like, hold on, let me get my field guide. Yeah. Uh, oh yes, this is a grizzly bear. Can you Let's hold on? Can you stop right biting me for a second? I'm trying to. No, wait a minute. Let me figure out what you are. <laughs> then we can move forward from here. Jesus Christ, bear, calm down. <laughs> it's it's not that big a deal. I'll be right <laughs> with you. Uh, this man cheerily says, "Don't worry. You know, I've got it all under control." Uh, but Aang has seen enough and jumps in to fight off the platypus bear. But from behind it rises the colossal figure of Appa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In what is maybe the most egregious perspective shift that we have seen from Appa yet on this television show. <laughs> that has to be intentional. Like, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way that this is like at this point that they just don't know what size Appa's supposed to be. No, they're they're fucking with us now. <laughs> and you and me are calling them out on this show. Um, It's ridiculous. He looks like the moon that's bearing down on Clock Town in Majora's Mask. <laughs> It's terrifying. (laughs) Uh, He lets out a mighty roar and scares away the platypus bear. Uh, Scares it so bad that it actually stops attacking the man, stands up straight very calmly, and then drops a large egg out of its ass and then just walks (laughs) away into the river like, my work here is done. You ever been so scared you shit an egg? You give birth? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's... (laughs) It's a good sight gag. Uh, And Sokka cradles that giant egg. And then he tells the old man. Lucky for you, we came along. Thanks. But everything was already under control. Not to worry. Aunt Wu predicted I'd have a safe journey. Aunt who? No, Aunt Wu. 
She's the fortune teller from my village. Awful nice knowing your future. Wow, it must be. That explains why you were so calm. But the fortune teller was wrong. You didn't have a safe journey. You were almost killed. But I wasn't. All right, have a good one. To which he just replies, but did I die? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> yeah, it didn't anyway. See you guys later. Yeah. Good talk. <laughs> He's fine. He's feeling good about it. Uh, he believes in the power of fortune telling. Mm-hmm. Which, Brendan, leads me to uh, our next segment on the show. I have a new game for us to play. I fucking knew this was coming. <laughs> the one time I felt it. The name of this game is Do You Believe? It's just called Do You Believe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's mostly a vehicle for me to get to do that a bunch of times. So uh, let's get started, huh? All right. Brendan, my first question for you is Do you believe in fortune telling? Uh, no. No, I do. I, don't think so I do fuck around with tarot cards once in a while because I think it's kind of fun, but I don't really buy it. I like the design of those. Mm hmm. Uh, Brendan, do you believe in ghosts? Uh, I'm kind of on the fence about it. I feel like my house growing up was haunted, um, but I'm not sure. We live in a spooky place here in the Northeast where buildings that people live in are hundreds of years old. Mm -hmm. So... Weird things have happened in like everywhere that someone lives. Like I live in an old mill building. Yep. That people have probably died in horrific ways. In. Like an old textile mill. Exactly. People that, getting yes. smashed in the head by shuttles. Yep. Fuck. Uh, I cannot weird. imagine the kind of atrocities that occurred right where I am sitting right <laughs> now. Yeah. Uh, but I also, I don't think I believe that, like, their spirit still resides within my apartment. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. It's, it's, I used to see things in my old house, and then after we moved, I never saw it again. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I was like, maybe there was something going on. Yeah. But also, I, I was older when we moved, so could sure. just be that my imagination wasn't doing it to me anymore. <laughs> I'm desensitized to this yeah. kind of thing by now. I used to see a, a hand from my bedroom. It was upstairs, and there were, so it was a staircase, and there were just two doors at the top of the staircase, and I would see something waving at me from the bedroom. Sometimes I wouldn't go in my room for days. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah. I'm like, no, that belongs to the skeleton up there. <laughs> That's your room now. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I, he's, he's chilling. We're fine. Just take it. Yeah, I'm, I'm good down here. here. <laughs> this is fine. Brendan, do you believe in aliens? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think you kind of have to. I right? think I think the universe is so big that the odds of there being aliens are better than the odds that they're that we're the only thing to think that we are the only like living creatures in the entire universe is insane. Yeah, it, it's a bit egotistical. I think that is the human nature, though. <laughs> That's true. I don't know that we've necessarily been visited. I don't I doubt that. Yeah, I'm not much. sure about that. But but there's definitely got to be something out there. Yeah, that is exactly how I feel about it as well. Uh, The only other question, Brendan, is uh, do you believe that uh, Jesus Christ will return to Earth one day and deliver us into the waiting arms of his heavenly father? I hope so. (laughs) 
<laughs> you don't have to answer that question. I just felt it needed to be asked. Yeah, while we're on the subject. <laughs> but who can say, you know, who can say what's really <laughs> waiting for us? <laughs> anyway, that's all the time we have for Do You Believe? All right. Do you want to give it a try? Um, No. Okay. That's probably for the best. <laughs> Uh, that was worth it. It's bad improv right there. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and more like, God, no. No, but. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> uh, the old man hands them a package that Aunt Wu instructed him to give to any travelers he met on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, he walks off. Sokka is tearing into the concept of fortune telling as Aang is tearing open the package. Mm-hmm. Uh, and reveals an umbrella. And immediately it starts raining. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, Katara does this cool thing where she's yeah. waterbending the rain from her head, like like using her waterbending as an umbrella. And then she goes under the umbrella. And then she just stops doing that. <laughs> where there's only room for two of them and leaves Sokka holding the egg above his head. And I was like, that seems very rude on her part. I did think that was... A cool move. She basically like made her own umbrella, like yeah. a, a water shield by constantly bending. That's yeah. a, that's kind of cool. It's a cool idea. Yep. Somebody was selling an umbrella that was supposed to do that on like Kickstarter, but obviously it doesn't work. But but we don't have these kinds of things on our planet. <laughs> yeah. That nuclear apocalypse has not yet happened, as we already discussed. Oh, it's coming. We'll get there. It's probably coming <laughs> sooner than we think. Very soon. So as long as we can survive that, you and me will definitely be taking over the world. Yeah, we're going to be bending stuff. <sighs> Shit come, things. baby. Yep. I wonder if it'll be elements or something dumb. Something worse, like paper. <laughs> or paper benders. Just I can the, do that now. That's the bureaucrat of the, the bending world. But could you imagine making a paper airplane uh without actually touching the piece of paper i can't make a paper airplane while touching the paper i have a method that i learned from like one of those activity books that you would get as like a five-year-old child Mm -hmm. of like a hundred different activities you can do yep i have a paper airplane method that i haven't tried to do in probably over 10 years Mm -hmm. and it was it it does work pretty well Nice. I'm going to have to give that a try again now that I'm thinking of it. I'm well, going to have to see what I can do. Every time I've ever made a paper airplane, it goes straight into the ground. It does not fly. I'll th- consider showing you my method at some time, but yeah. I do now feel like it's kind of personal to me. Yeah, well, now you got <laughs> you got something to prove. <laughs> I'll see if I can still do it. I probably will literally do that as soon as we hop off this uh, recording session. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, Katara also kind of delivers a weird insult here. Sokka says, you can't really tell the future. Katara says, well, then I guess you're not really getting wet right now. It's like, Uh, yeah, I don't know if I, (laughs) the logic on that's a little weird. I don't really see your point. (laughs) I feel like she basically said to him like, well, when in Rome? And it's like, well, Katara, that that doesn't really work (laughs) right now. She she falls hard for this fortune telling stuff in this. She's episode. immediately sold. She yeah, it's Which, like she's been waiting for this her whole life. Yeah yeah, she's just like fucking. Oh wait, what? Somebody could tell the future? Hell yeah! All right, they have. To, I have to talk to them at all hours of the day. 
And she ultimately does. And she does. <laughs> uh, we are really sticking it to Sokka here. Uh, that giant egg that he's holding on to slips out of his grasp and then comically splatters on top of his head. Yeah, poor guy. He gets it rough this episode. We're back to Sokka's the punching bag. Even if he's the only rational person in this whole episode, it's every, yeah, he just... That's he always what it, it is. <laughs> Like, sure, he's kind of a jerk, but he's also the only one, like, thinking clearly most of the time. The more he acts like a jerk, though, it like, the karma surrounding him. So maybe if you don't believe in, like, fortune telling, like, Sokka has to believe in bad karma mm -hmm. based on what happens to him this time around. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's rough. It is kind of sad. Uh, also, as they're, like, walking along towards this town, he sarcastically predicts it's going to keep drizzling, and then it immediately stops raining. <laughs> yeah, which is it has to be something on its own. If, if sure. you can consistently be that wrong, you could tell the fortune that way. Almost as impressive as, yeah, yeah. just saying the right thing. It's as reliable. You just have to know to say the opposite of what you want. Put that thing down, flip it, and reverse it. And yeah. You've caught it. <laughs> I would do uh, the thing, but I don't know what the fuck it is. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, it does matter to me a great deal, but we don't have to spend any more time. Uh, they walk into a picturesque town at the base of a tall mountain. Mm -hmm. And they approach a door, and there's a man who welcomes them and says, Aunt Wu is expecting you. Of course she is. He says that to everyone. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's the line. Sokka scoffs at this, which is the right reaction because yeah literally everyone that has ever <laughs> yeah. walked up to that door he says the same thing he probably doesn't know how to say anything else <laughs> that's all he says he only programmed with one response <laughs> this is all i know uh inside they are greeted by aunt Wu's young assistant named mang mm -hmm. i like this character i love mang <laughs> i think, we'll talk about I, mang. think <laughs> I think she's a very cute character and i Jeez. and i hope she's a bigger part of the show than just this episode <sighs> Brendan, I did write down the words, this kid's cute, I love Mang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're both in agreement on Mang. Uh, she's got like a big gap in her teeth and two pigtails that stick straight out of the side of her head like horns. She's like she's got She's got the world's curliest hair that she can't do shit with. <laughs> yeah, it's like a solid stick coming out the side of her head. Mang is awesome. Um, She looks at Aang and it... They give Aang kind of the same, like, romantic treatment that they did earlier for when Aang looked at Katara. Yep. But instead of striking, like, a pretty pose, he's hunched over and rubbing his nose like a slob. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is probably a good time to mention. This episode has a lot of really good animation. Yeah. Like, in the way that characters move throughout the episode. I, it almost feels like some of the episodes might be animated by different teams. Um, I do think that is actually the case. In fact, uh, there is a section, I believe, uh, and I'm rambling right now as I try to look into this thing, and I hope I'm not wrong, but in the, uh, I was wrong. <laughs> there is a place where you can see, like, there are different teams that animated different, uh, episodes of Avatar. The yeah, Last uh, you can, you can sure. tell, because this, this episode has a lot of really smooth movement for the characters, like the, when they turn their heads or like the way their bodies move. Um, yep. So I was thinking either it's a different team or they're just getting better at it as the show goes yeah. on. But if that was the case, they're doing it very quickly. Right. Because like yeah. we're only 14 episodes in and the animation is so much better than it was at the start of the show. 
Uh, I found what I was looking for, by the way, uh, in the Wikipedia article that is the list of Avatar episodes. Mm -hmm. um, they do list the animation studio for episodes, but only in seasons two and three, they don't list it for season one. <laughs> nice. Sick. Um, but I think this is their this is their A team on this episode. Definitely. Yeah, they're killing it. There's one scene in particular later on that looks fucking incredible. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. But even just the way like in this scene, Aang does this. Well, coming up, not quite yet. But sure. Aang looks from Sokka to Katara at one point. And the way his head turns, I was like, holy shit, what, the, what are we doing? Why are we blowing our animation budget? Uh, Studio Mir or Mur, I'm not sure, uh, is the animator for The Legend of Korra, which is a unbelievable looking show. Like it looks so good. Yeah. Uh, they have a new Star Wars project coming out and I'm so excited to watch it only for like oh, the Star Wars shit. animation that we're going to get. It's going to look fucking incredible. Yeah. Like some of the better uh, Star Wars visions episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited for that. Um, Mang is enraptured by Aang. Mm -hmm. uh, she is so excited that their names rhyme and then also points out that Aang has very big ears. It does, and then we get this like fisheye close up of him where his ears are like half of the screen. Swing and a miss, Mang. That's not <laughs> going to get the job done. <laughs> Foot in the mouth disease. <laughs> Uh, a woman comes out of Aunt Wu's chambers and is gushing about her prediction of how her true love will give her a rare flower. Mm -hmm. uh, Mang glares at Aang and dreamily says, I wish my true love would do that for me. And Aang's like, good luck with that. <laughs> Does he cross his fingers or something? Something like that. Maybe just gives her like a <laughs> thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Here's open, kid. <laughs> Let me know how that goes. <laughs> Uh, but then a large part of Mang's kind of true emotions and intentions are revealed as the woman says, uh, hey, is that the big eared guy that Aunt <laughs> Wu predicted that you would marry? Yep. Yep. So maybe it's not even specifically Aang, but this is like her opportunity that she thinks yeah, is promised. Just some of, it's like when uh, my sister used to get fortune telling done all the time. And she was like, the man I'm going to marry, his name starts with an N. Like, All right, so now you're just going to be looking for men whose names start with N. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you're specifically searching that out. You will make this happen. <laughs> I, this is a weird story. I had a high school girlfriend who, when she was like 12, uh, went to a fortune teller who told her like, your first relationship will end. Like you, you will not end up with like the person in your first relationship and I felt like a lot of the time she was like specifically trying to make that prophecy come true. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like she was she was sabotaging it. Yep. Because of that. The fortune teller told me this. So why bother? Why not just like get into a relationship and end it right away? Like get it out of the way. Get it done. Whew, I know. Yeah. Knock that off the list. She said this would happen. So now it's done. Hey, do you want and a date? I move on. Yes. All right. Let's break up. Perfect. <laughs> Over. I don't have to think about that fortune teller any longer. <laughs> Uh, out steps Aunt Wu. She's an older woman. She's uh, a very kind-natured older mm -hmm. woman and finely dressed. Yep. Uh, Katara, of course, wants to go first and runs off, leaving the boys behind. You know, it's boy time. Yeah. Fortune telling is for the boys. Fortune telling is for the boys. They do crack open a couple cold ones while they're waiting. <laughs> Uh, Aang wonders what Katara and Aunt Wu are talking about. Uh, Sokka is munching on some complimentary snacks and does not give a fuck. Mm -hmm. 
He's like, I don't know, marriage, love, stuff us bros would never discuss. Yeah, girl stuff. I'd rather talk about football. <laughs> and they invent football. It's really weird. And then they invent it right then, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather talk about the idea of, of this new game I have. It's called football. <laughs> Aang perks up at the idea of talking about marriage and love, though, and sneaks off to go eavesdrop on their conversation. Uh, he presses his ear against a wall and listens in as they discuss Katara's hand moisturizing routine. <laughs> Her seaweed cream. Girls, am I right? Yeah. Oh, he's talking about hand moisturizer. I actually thought it was going to go in a different direction, though, when that when they started with it. Mm -hmm. I was I thought it was going to be like, oh, yeah, well, I'm a waterbender. So I just bend the moisture in my hands just right into it. <laughs> yeah. They're always sopping wet. <laughs> Your hands are so wrinkly. <laughs> no, no, they're good. They're perfect. <laughs> Uh, he's about to stop listening in on this, but then they start discussing Katara's love line. Uh-huh. Uh, Aang's eyes grow wide as Aunt Wu predicts that she will marry a very powerful bender. Mm-hmm. Aang's like, hey, I'm a very powerful bender. Yeah. Only one way this will go. <laughs> Cha-ching. <laughs> I got it made, baby. He starts silently jumping for joy. He's so excited. Good mm -hmm. for him. Uh... <laughs> He proudly marches back into the waiting room and Sokka says to him, looks like someone had a pretty good bathroom break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Aang scrambles to come up with a story and Sokka's like, please don't tell me anything about yeah, your bathroom break. Yeah, he's like, oh, while I was in there, and he just cuts him off. Like, stop, no, 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 stop. no, 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 stop. <laughs> I don't I don't want to know. <laughs> Although, isn't that one of those things that the boys would talk about, Brandon? You know, we're talking about the boys. Uh, is it? It's not something I ever really talked about with you, my you boys. <laughs> You're one of my boys, Brandon. Let's talk about shit <laughs> He was in there bending the shit. You'll never believe what I came it up with. It was incredible. <laughs> it's some great stuff with my shit. And then they <laughs> fist bump each other. That's uh, the boy talk. It's just what boys do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aunt Wu and Katara return. Uh, Sokka stands up to take his turn, and Aunt Wu dresses him down in probably the best way we're ever going to get on this television show. Mm -hmm. She looks him dead in the eye and says, your future is full of struggle and anguish, most of it self-inflicted. <laughs> yep. Brutal. Sokka is incredulous, and he's like, you didn't even like read my fortune yet and she says i don't need to it's written all over your face oh no poor guy Fucking get his ass <laughs> drag him yes queen but i mean anyone you take one look at Sokka, and you're like oh yeah yep yes oh yeah 100 this, this miserable piece of shit <laughs> he's destined for failure uh because yeah he cannot get out of his own way yeah it's sad though poor poor Sokka. I mean, I I feel bad for him, but also it is very funny. <laughs> so now it's Aang's turn. Um, she takes him back to a room with a small fire, and there's a jar that's full of bones. Mm -hmm. What kind of bones are these? I don't know. Probably chicken bones. I think that's an actual, I don't know about the burning them, but using bones in fortune telling is a thing. Brendan, at this point, I feel like I need to start paying for the Tumblr page Cultures of Avatar The Last Airbender. 
because here we here they are yet again on this podcast of ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oracle bone divination was a ancient Chinese form of pyromancy that they would use. Oh, uh, okay. So they would like, burn. predicting stuff. Yeah. Yep. This was I knew about thing. like rolling the bones and then the position they end up in. And not like rolling them bones, like rolling dice, but like <laughs> that's uh, that's all I know. That's boy stuff again. <laughs> yeah, talking about the boy stuff. <laughs> uh, no, but I know that like you throw the bones in the positions they land in will tell you like the prediction. Well, this practice that they're doing here was an actual thing that they would do in ancient China, uh, but this Tumblr page actually has a pretty fun theory. Uh, they say that this practice is about three thousand years old. Mm-hmm. But the jar that the bones are sitting in resembles pottery from a period that was about 5,000 years ago. So the cultures of Avatar The Last Airbender surmises that Aunt Wu is thousands of years old herself. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Not not that this is set. No. No. Nope. <laughs> in the thousands of years in the past. No, she's some sort of eternal daywalker that will never <laughs> fade from this world. All right, cultures of Avatar, why don't you calm down a little bit? No, no, they've got all the facts we need, and that is a fact. All right. I think that is an interesting thing to note, that they they combined things like that. Like, nothing that I would have ever picked up on. But I don't know no. if I don't know if I care for this theory. No, I think it's good. Um, I'm sure there's lots of, they're probably borrowing from many different cultures and many different time mm-hmm. periods, but it all feels... At least it is all like authentic stuff. That is something we've yes. talked about on no, the that show is many good. times is that they're like, they are trying. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Uh, Aang throws a bone in the fire and it starts cracking like crazy. Uh, Aunt Wu is amazed by this. And then the bone explodes in a huge burst of flame. Mm-hmm. Burns the whole building down. Yeah. And that's it for Aunt Wu's fortune emporium. <laughs> Yeah, she didn't see that coming on Wu Sasaka as he saunters <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> uh, got her. <laughs> Your destiny. This is incredible. You will be involved in a great battle. An awesome conflict between the forces of good and evil. A battle whose outcome will determine the fate of the whole world. Yeah, yeah, I knew that already. But did it say anything about a girl? A girl? God, tell me something I don't know, Aunt Wu. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We've been talking about this. This has been on the back burner for weeks now. <laughs> God, I'm working on it. I know. <laughs> Who are you, my mom? I came to you for not this. Uh, he asked her, does it say anything about a girl? And she's puzzled. She's like, uh... No, just all that other... Did you hear that other stuff that I said? Yeah, way more important. I feel like you're <laughs> you're not seeing the big picture here. It said some pretty interesting stuff. I can repeat it if you need me to. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. I only want to hear about girls. Uh, she's like, no, no, it didn't say anything. And he kind of hangs his head. He's real sad. Uh, but Aunt Wu can see an easy mark from a mile away. And she's like, oh, wait... There is something about a girl here. Oh, wow, look. Oh, yeah, no, look at this little shard of bone from the bone that just exploded. (laughs) This one that just exploded. I have some shards in my body right now, but, like, (laughs) it's fine. Look, this one talks about love. Uh, She delivers, like, the world's simplest platitude on love. (laughs) Just be yourself. (laughs) Something you would read in, like, a dove chocolate. (laughs) 
that's where I get that's where I get all my relationship advice. Yeah, it's just, hey, I'm married, and that was yeah the only <laughs> advice I ever got. Uh, but it's good enough for Aang. He perks right up and runs out of the room. Uh, they leave Aunt Wu's. Uh, Katara mocks Sokka for being such a miserable son of a bitch. <laughs> At which point he gets angry and kicks a rock, which bounces off as a, a, a sign and then drills him in the head. Yep. <laughs> Again, cannot get self-inflicted. She was 100% right. Oh, yeah. So far, she hasn't been wrong about anything. No, she's nailing everything. Uh, Katara and Aang are satisfied with their fortune telling, though. Katara asks Aang what Aunt Wu said to him, and he just says, you'll find out. Oh, <laughs> coy. Don't worry. I mean, she didn't specifically mention you at all, but like when my thing comes true, like you'll be there. <laughs> Don't worry about it. If I tell you, it won't come true. Mm -hmm. Like a birthday wish. Exactly. Yeah, he blew out the bone fire. <laughs> Uh, the, whole <laughs> uh, the whole town gathers in the square for Aunt Wu's annual cloud reading. And this will tell them if the mountain outside of the town will remain dormant or will erupt. Mm -hmm. The old man is here. He says they used to have a tradition of checking the mountain themselves. But now with Aunt Wu, he says we have a tradition of not <laughs> of doing not that. Not doing that. <laughs> I thought that was a very good line. It's our favorite tradition. You know, <laughs> not doing that. <laughs> uh, Sokka, again, annoyed by all of this. Uh, Mang slides up next to Aang and she's like, hey, that cloud up there looks like a flower. Aang's like, great, and shoves her violently off to the side and then says, hey, Katara, that cloud looks like a flower. <laughs> I thought that was very good. I got a genuine laugh out of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some good belly laughs in this episode. And Mang, again, she's doing the best she can. Oh, poor girl. We love Mang on this show. <laughs> Aunt Wu pulls out like a fucking flip book and starts doing her cloud reading. Yeah, yep. Uh, here are the cloud readings, Brendan. There's a bending arrow, mm -hmm. which means there's going to be a good harvest this year. And then we see how the farmer's going, hell, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, yes. <laughs> Farmers rule the world. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. <laughs> it's farm season, bitch. Uh, there's a wavy moon cloud, which she kind of pauses. And then she just says, gonna be a great year for twins. <laughs> which I thought she meant like there would be a lot of twins born this year. But then we cut to some twins. We're just like, yeah, it's our Two time. Two little boys are like, fuck yeah, <laughs> twins rule the world. It's twins versus farmers now who will come out on top. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, the final one she sees is a cumulus cloud with a twisted nub coming off the end of it. Yep. I like how there's an entry for that in her cloud book. <laughs> Specifically, yeah comes up often enough where there is an entry and uh, she says the village will not be destroyed by the by the volcano this year. Yep. Yep. You know what it is, though? I think she has that entry because it's very likely that there will be one of those clouds and she can always just be like, yep, there it is. That's what that one means. Things are good. Good stuff. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You see that cloud? I know what it means. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you next year. The village will not be destroyed. Very specifically worded. Remember mm. this, Brendan. Yep, yep. I think it it's also worth noting that when they first got here, 
Aang pointed to this guy and said, that one looks like a fluffy bunny. And the guy mm-hmm. says, the fluffy bunny uh, foretells doom and destruction. Uh, and That's I think, just about the worst thing you could have said. Yeah, Aang. this this will be important later mm-hmm. for something that I caught in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot that's set up in this cloud scene that yeah. we'll talk about. Uh, everyone starts hooting and hollering at the prospect of not being destroyed. Uh, and now, now is the time that Aang decides to tell Katara how he feels about her right now. Right, yeah, this second. <laughs> I'm ready now. Like, this see, this feels right. <laughs> I gave We're it some riding a high. Yeah. No, this I'm, is good. I've been thinking about it pretty hard for the last five minutes. <laughs> Ever since... All that time, way back when, when I talked to Aunt Wu. <laughs> Remember that? And now I'm feeling good. Uh, she's looking straight ahead at Aunt Wu along with everyone else, but Aang admits to her, I like you, but more than normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, An abnormal amount of liking. Uh, childhood love, not really <laughs> knowing how to describe it. Mm-hmm. We've all been there. I like you like you. I really like you. <laughs> oh my God, did you hear that Aang likes Katara? That's like what all of her friends are saying. Like, mm-hmm. I heard that Aang likes Katara. That's crazy. Oh my God. It's so cute though. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, yeah, he likes her more than normal. <laughs> and uh, looks at her with a very sincere smile that actually makes me feel really bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> but this episode is kind of sad all around. Feel bad for everybody in yeah. this whole episode. Mostly Mang. Yeah, mostly Mang. <laughs> Poor girl. Uh, Katara did not hear a word that Aang said, though, and she just runs away. Rejected. Ooh. <laughs> not today, little dude. <laughs> Wasted. <laughs> she does not like you more than normal. <laughs> just the regular amount. <laughs> You and Momo, again, same level. (laughs) Same-sized ears. (laughs) Yeah, very similar personalities. (laughs) Uh, Sokka now makes it his personal mission to dissuade the entire town from listening to Aunt Wu. Mm -hmm. Uh, She predicted that some guy would be wearing red shoes when he meets his true love. Yep. Sokka's like, well, how long have you been wearing those red shoes since then? And he says, every single day. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Sokka erupts at this moment. It's exactly what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, it's the exact thing. It's like, of course it's going to come true then. And the guy's like, fuck yeah. I can't wait. Hell yeah. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) High five me, bro. (laughs) Thank you for having confidence in me. (laughs) Uh, he then kicks another rock, which hits a bird that then attacks him like a chicken in the Legend of Zelda. <laughs> and it's it's somebody doing a Donald Duck voice, voicing yep. this. I think it's a goose. Some weird kind of, again, combination animal. Some, some majestic creature. <laughs> Something that doesn't belong on God's green earth. Uh, Sokka's got to stop kicking rocks, though. Nothing but trouble for him. Yeah, it hasn't worked out yet. Um... Meanwhile, Katara has returned to Aunt Wu, uh, trying to find out more information on her future. Uh, Aunt Wu is getting exasperated Mm -hmm. as she wraps up telling Katara seemingly every single detail of her entire life. Yeah. 
Katara's getting a little uh a little carried away here. <laughs> Don't you want to keep a couple things secret for yourself? No. No, I must know everything. Tell Aunt Wu, tell me how I die. <laughs> she does. She does she literally does do this. tell she does her that. that. <laughs> she is telling her in this moment how she dies. Yeah. She says you'll have another grandchild and then pass away in your sleep. <laughs> when? What time? Yeah, what day? Can you can I put it on my calendar? <laughs> what will I be wearing? Uh, Katara wants her to actually, she does literally <laughs> want her to predict how warmly she should dress tomorrow. She's like so deep in now with this shit. <laughs> yeah. She's lost the ability to make any decisions by herself at this point. No, no. Let Aunt Wu take care of it for you. <laughs> uh, Sokka yells at some guy. I don't care what Aunt Wu told you. You have to take a bath sometime. <laughs> He's he's fighting a losing battle here. Yeah, no, nobody cares about this. We see the world's dirtiest man, even dirtier than Jinju, the airbender who we saw a few weeks ago. <laughs> yep. This guy goes even beyond that. Uh, it's yeah, Sokka cannot get anyone on his team. Uh, and Aang has had enough of Sokka, the truth teller. And instead, he wants some advice from Sokka, the ladies man. Mm hmm. Which, of course, Sokka is very willing to play this oh, role yeah. for Aang. You want some advice on girls, my guy? I got you. I know everything there is to know. <laughs> I kissed a girl once, he says. One time, kind of. <laughs> I don't want to get into detail about and it, And it wasn't Grand Grand before you say it. <laughs> We've already been over this. I know that you know Grand Grand. We all know Grand Grand. We're all thinking about her constantly. Uh, Aang's like, yeah, well, so there's this girl, which could you imagine seeking advice for your crush from your crush's brother? That seems wild. Yeah, <clears throat> maybe not the best. Uh, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to me. Uh, Sokka looks down an alley and sees Mang has been stalking them. And he's like, I know exactly who you mean. <laughs> I love uh, that. I love that. That she is stalking them, and this is the only, like, confirmation we get, and nobody says anything about it. I'll bet you if you watch every scene in this episode, you could probably see Mang, like, hiding behind something. Oh, now I have to go and now I gotta watch go back. it again, yeah. After every this, I'm going to have to watch Aang it again. In. Yeah, yep. yeah. We'll have to take a look. She's like, She is literally Gollum. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, Sokka's like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, she, I know exactly who it is, but Aang doesn't, he's <laughs> clearly talking about Katara, he's like, whoa, Sokka, we're gonna be brothers, this is incredible, I love you, um, and Sokka is like, oh, yeah, no, this girl is crazy about you, you two are gonna be great together, mm -hmm. <laughs> so they are having two different conversations right now, <laughs> Yeah. And they both uh, think it's going great. They, they both love it. They're like, I'm so glad we are 100% on the same page right now. Um, Sokka's advice is to stop being so nice and start acting more aloof because chicks dig that. Mm -hmm. The Dennis method. Uh, yeah, of course. We yeah. all know this. Yeah, from uh, It's Always Sunny. I thought that might have been. <laughs> yeah. 
I've we don't have to get into that. it. it yeah, let's let's not let's not. <laughs> uh, yeah, he tells Aang, "You got to be more aloof. That is the key into this woman's heart." Mang walks up and is like, "Hey, Aang, can we talk?" And Aang doesn't even look at her, and he's just like, "See ya," and walks away. <laughs> and uh, Sokka is very impressed. God damn, he picked that up quick. <laughs> I just told you that. I'm such a good teacher. <laughs> oh my God, I'm incredible. What a matchmaker I am. I should charge people for this. <laughs> they could call me something like the pickup artist or something <laughs> oh, like oh that. Oh, God. <laughs> Sokka is the original pickup Sokka, artist. Yeah, he would fit that role so well. He wears like a big slash hat, like Slash from Guns N' Roses. <laughs> yep. That's pretty cool, and chicks dig that. Chicks love Slash in they the year of our Lord 2023. <laughs> they love, what, sweet child of mine, please. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> mm, you got me feeling a certain type of way, Slash. Uh, Aunt Wu shoes Katara out her door. She's had enough fortune telling for today. Uh, but Katara does squeeze one last question in. She asks, for breakfast tomorrow, should I have a mango or a papaya? Mm-hmm. Anwu just shouts papaya and slams the door in her face. I like this bit, though, because Katara is just like, oh, I hate papaya. Why did I even ask? Why did I? Why, why was that one of the options I came up with? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but now the choice is made. Yep. Now know? it's got to be done. <laughs> Aunt Wu's word is gospel. Papaya <laughs> is for breakfast tomorrow. Shit. <laughs> Couldn't I have said something better, like chocolate cake? <laughs> it's too late. It's papaya for you, nope. Katara. Yep. Uh, Aang is standing outside that door, just trying to act as aloof as possible. And she just says hi and keeps walking by him. Yep. See, she's uh, good at it, too. Yeah, she uh, it, it works the same both ways for boys and girls. Just be as aloof. So nobody talks or cares yeah. at all. Everyone yep. Everyone's completely indifferent to one another. <laughs> That's so romantic, though. <laughs> wow. My heart is fluttering at the idea of that. That's actually how it worked for me and my wife is we didn't talk to each other until after we got married. <laughs> that's the uh, that's a good Christian way. <laughs> yeah, we wanted to save. We wanted to save it for marriage. Yeah. <laughs> I will not talk to you until we're in our marital bed. <laughs> Marital separate beds, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, that was almost a little lewd of what I just (laughs) said there, so I should tone it down a little bit. Um, She walks straight to a fruit cart and begrudgingly buys a papaya, (laughs) fulfilling the prophecy. Yeah. (laughs) Aang slides in and he's like, yeah, papaya. Hey, girl, I see you like papaya. Hell yeah, that's... That's really interesting. Papaya. Wow. Hmm. Really makes you think, huh? (laughs) She is rightfully weirded out by this vibe. (laughs) He's like leaning on the pole with his arms hanging back like he's doing the Bernie. (laughs) Talking about papayas. (laughs) It's like, Aang, this is not like you at all. I got to get out of here. Oh, wow, Ang! when did you get so sexy? <laughs> Holy shit. Whoa, wait a minute. Can we get married now? Are we old enough to do that? My parents will sign some kind of waiver. Uh, it's weird. <laughs> Aang's like, I can't believe that didn't work. <laughs> Damn it. 
Sakura betrayed me. He does a thing here. He says, like, I don't care what fruit I eat. And then he, like, steals an apple from this table, takes a bite. <laughs> and then after she walks away, he spits it out like he's disgusted by it. By apples. Like he hates apples? Yeah. Is this a development that we should so, yeah. hold on to? <laughs> Makes me think, have we ever seen Aang eat an apple? I guess maybe not. I don't think so. Well, we the only thing we know about Aang's diet is that he's a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. So apples should be on the list. Well, apples aren't vegetables, though, so maybe he's very strict. He only Veg- eats vegetarian. Yeah. No, I didn't Veg- say fruit. I didn't say fruitarian. <laughs> no. Sokka. No. <laughs> Limit it. If it comes from the ground, it's going down my, my throat. If it comes from a tree, it's not for me. <laughs> Do you think there's anyone out there that's like, I do not eat fruit. I am a vegetarian, but I do not eat fruit. There is probably someone Definitely, out yeah. there. Yeah. 100. As I, as the further I got into that, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah there, there is. is. Yeah. <laughs> there definitely is. Uh, and Aang's one of them, I guess. Uh, he sees the woman from earlier swooning as she's getting a rare flower from her true love. Yep. As was predicted. Yeah. Again, Aunt Wu's hit rate, 100%. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Can't slow her down. Uh, Aang is like, hey, where can I get my hands on one of those bad boys? <laughs> he, he literally inserts himself between the two of them. So <laughs> hey, happy for hey, sorry you. sorry to interrupt. <laughs> but also, can I have that flower right now, please? Where can I get that? I need that. I will take this flower from you by force. <laughs> he just plucks it out of their hand and walks away. Air bends them into like the side of a building. <laughs> Don't follow me. This never happened. <laughs> you saw nothing. <laughs> if this comes back to me, your ass is grass. <laughs> uh, he takes Sokka on an expedition up the mountain to go get a panda lily. Uh, Sokka says that flowers are only necessary once you're married. Mm-hmm. Which is true. That's true. <laughs> Sokka's going to do very well in love, I think. No, no, no. You gotta, until you're married, you can't care. No, no. Don't even look them in the eye. (laughs) They're not people until you're married. No, they might as well be invisible. Uh, But Aang is following his heart at Aunt Wu's advice. Uh, Sokka's annoyed by that, but Aang's like, hey, you know, Aunt Wu, she hasn't been wrong about anything yet. Yep. Just as you and me are saying right now. She's batting a thousand. Yeah, she's crushing it. Uh, And right on cue, they make it to the top of the mountain where these flowers grow on the rim of the volcano, Mm -hmm. which they gaze upon in horror as it is very much not dormant. Yeah. I don't know how volcanoes work. Is that how they work? If you go to the top and you see lava, you're like, oh, fuck, this thing's about to erupt. I, Brandon, I also don't know how volcanoes work. Because <laughs> I saw that and I was like, I think if I went to the top of a volcano and people told me it was dormant, but I could see lava, I wouldn't be like, hey, isn't this bad? Like, don't we not want this? Well, as we're even about to prove in the coming scenes here, uh, the the actual reality of what they're looking at does not matter if Aunt Wu said it was another way. Mm-hmm. So it the volcano could look like anything and it would be fine. I guess that's true. Yeah, this thing is about to blow, Brendan. Hey, Brendan, when they look down in the uh, crater of the volcano, what what is it full of? Uh, magma. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't say it right. Liqu- liquid hot magma. <laughs> as many times as we can make 
the same Dr. Evil reference on this show. I, I will not let it slip by. <laughs> Tex Avery and Dr. Evil are defining this those are, series. Those are our go-tos. <laughs> Assassin's Creed is old news. No, no, no. I'm all about Mike Myers characters. <laughs> Next, I'm going to be doing the Sprockets guy. Uh, Aang flies the two of them down. They reach Katara, who has been barred from Aunt Wu's. <laughs> yeah. No entry. <laughs> no Katara's allowed. She's like, I've given her so much business. This is not fair. Yep. Uh, and then Saka answers a question that I had up until this point. Same. Which is, she is not charging for these services. What kind of business is she? This isn't even a business. Yeah, so like... It, it kind of makes me wonder what her motivation is. Like, she's just doing it out of the goodness of her heart. And she's hasn't been wrong. So it's not like she's, like, extorting these people. Hmm. She, she well, just, like, she just, like, gets off on, like, kind of playing God by, like, telling people how to live. Well, so this is literally what I was just about to say, Brendan. Uh, it's free to go to church. I guess that's true. Well, mm, kind of. It's free. It's, like, it's free in the way that, like, a museum is free mm -hmm. where there's like a still a suggested donation. And if you don't Ex do it, I they're think like, that is exactly what is going on. Oh, you think so? OK, I think the town is providing her with what she needs uh, because she's doing everyone such a great service with this fortune telling. OK, that makes sense. But she could also be predicting like, hey, you're going to have a kick ass weekend if you give me 50 bucks right now. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, the line on your hand says you want to give me all of your cash. <laughs> oh, my God. You could see that just for my hand. <laughs> yeah, it's right here. I'll show you here. Take the clothes off my back on. Woo. <laughs> no, no, no. That says that happens next time. <laughs> That's yeah. That's the other hand. <laughs> uh they tell Katara that Aunt Wu was wrong about the volcano, which she doesn't believe until there's a loud rumble and a big blast from the volcano. Mm-hmm. Uh, they run to warn the townsfolk who are conveniently still all gathered in the village square. <laughs> Does anyone do anything around here? Nope. Not until, not until the fortune teller tells them it's time to do stuff. Yeah. I'm frozen in place until I'm guided by Aunt Wu. <laughs> uh, Sokka tells everyone that Aunt Wu was wrong but he has made a reputation for himself around town, so nobody wants to listen to him. Yep. Someone literally calls him. They say, okay, Mr. Science and Reason Lover. I fucking love that. <laughs> Sokka destroys Mrs. Wu with facts and logic. <laughs> you come in here trying to tell me things that are true. I don't buy it. <laughs> hey, hey, gang, the uh, volcano is about to explode. Yeah, yeah. We've heard that before. If you won't listen to him, maybe you'll listen to me. I want to believe Aunt Wu and her predictions as much as you do. But my brother and Aang saw the lava with their own eyes. Well, I heard Aunt Wu's prediction with my own ears. Please listen to us. You are all in danger. And we have to get out of here. You can't rely on Aunt Wu's prediction. You have to take fate into your own hands. Look, can your fortune telling explain that? Can your science explain why it rains? Yes! Yes, it can! Yes, it can. Also, this is the first time we've established that there is science in this world. I do think it's interesting. So, like, rain still happens for the real reason that rain 
happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like there's like a mystical spirit that cries upon the land or something like that. I mean, it could also be that. That could be what science is explaining. Science just said, yeah, there's a mystical spirit. <laughs> we, we've checked the science. It's ghosts. Sokka says, yes, there is a reason. There is a ghost in the sky who pisses on everyone. And that's why it rains. This is why we sacrifice children every year. But there's no fortune telling involved. No, no, no. God, no, no. I wouldn't even dare to say that there was some sort of predictions or prophecies or anything like that. It's it's very easily explained by pissing ghosts. By pissing ghosts. No. That makes sense to me. Um, the crowd dismisses them and then disperses. Uh, Katara says they won't listen to reason, but Aang says they will listen to Aunt Wu and hatches a plan. Uh-huh. They sneak into her office. <laughs> I'm, oh, not sure yeah. what the, I'm not sure what the word is. Her prediction chamber. Her Aunt, Aunt Wu's place. <laughs> And uh, he's looking for her cloud book, but then Mang creeps up and startles him. Hey, Yang. Hi. What are you? What are you doing here, Yang? I've been waiting for you. She sniffs him. Oh, so good. I won't. I will not have this kind of Mang slander. She's precious to me. Love Mang. I will not have you do this to me. I will not do this myself to me. She deserves so much better than this. Uh, and this is really sad. She kind of lays it all out on the table now. Mm -hmm. She says to Aang, you don't like me the way I like you. Mm -hmm. um, and Aang's like, no, no, I don't. I'm sorry. He doesn't really give her a hard time or like is awkward yeah. about it. He's just like kind of very blunt, like, yeah, this this is the way it is, man. He's a bit stunned by her emotional maturity, I think. <laughs> oh, goddamn, good for you. Yeah. It's <laughs> incredible. I didn't think either of us were old enough to have this kind of conversation. <laughs> but here we are. Who would have thought, huh? Uh, he can sympathize with liking someone who doesn't like you back. Mm -hmm. uh, and Mang can see why Aang loves Katara so much. She says... Her hair seems so manageable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I fucking love Mang. <laughs> yeah. She tries to pull her pigtails down and they just spring right back up. Yeah, yeah. There's I there's nothing that can be done. <laughs> Aang is like, hey, you know, there's someone out there for everyone, Mang. You're gonna be just fine. And uh, he's about to leave, but then she's like, hey, here's that cloud book you were looking for. It's like, how did you know I was looking for that? And she says, oh, I've been stalking you the whole time. <laughs> Which is very good. Very blunt. <laughs> Full disclosure. I just I've been following you all day. <laughs> if we're now kind of be like out in the open and honest with each other, there's something you need to know. <laughs> I have been stalking you. The only person who knows this is Sokka because he saw me earlier. He saw me doing it and said nothing. No, and he was supportive of that relationship, which is no longer going to happen. <laughs> but uh, I, I I thought you might want to know. <laughs> uh, with the book in hand, Aang and Katara board Appa and take to the clouds. Yep. They're going to waterbend the clouds into the symbol for volcanic doom. Mm-hmm. 
just kind of a fun idea. Yeah, it's a good, it's a great idea. My question uh, is, why do they need the book? Well, they don't know what the symbol for volcanic doom is. But they do know that a fluffy bunny is doom and destruction. Yeah, but that's just general doom and destruction. So that could be from... They specifically need to prepare for volcano destruction. I guess. I think they could have saved a lot of time by just doing the bunny. We established it for no reason. (laughs) There were definitely options, but... The volcanic doom symbol. I'm glad they did what they did because it's, it's going to be cool. <laughs> it's such a specific thing. I know. I know. <laughs> They're flying around doing this. There's a shot of villagers on the ground kind of watching the clouds swirl around. Like, do they not see them flying up there doing this? I don't yeah. Know. Are they like too high up to see or something? Yeah. Uh, hard to tell. Um, Sokka leads Aunt Wu to her podium and she looks up and gasps. As she sees the sign for Volcanic Doom, which is just a giant fucking skull. Yeah. She doesn't need her book for that one. She oh, knows that shit. one. Oh, no, not this again. <laughs> oh, this is the one we don't want. <laughs> volcanic Doom is a giant skull. This is metal as hell. Yeah, it's badass. It fucking rules. It fucking rules. Um, so now the whole town is on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sokka announces the plan. They're going to just dig a big ass trench. Yeah, which, you know, I didn't consider it, but that probably would work. I think so. I think that's a good idea. Uh, only problem, they don't have time for that. No, no, it's this should have there should have already been a trench. Yeah. If you're living around a volcano, don't you think you'd have these kind of safety measures in place? If there was a question whether or not this could happen, whether... Aunt Wu is here to predict that for you or not. Like, yeah, this, it should have been there the whole time. She's only been here for 20 years. And they before that, they did have the tradition of going up the mountain to check. So, like, <laughs> fucking do something before it happens. But Brendan, now they have a tradition of not doing that. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> they so. maybe, maybe they did have the trench, but they filled it back in. Yeah, no, we, not, we don't need this anymore. The children need room to play, and these trenches are dangerous. <laughs> Can't have them playing in the trench. What if the volcano erupts? (laughs) It's going to be fine. Uh, The town's earthbenders get a move on while everyone else shovels like their lives depend on it because they actually do. Yes. Uh, I also think it's very funny to see people shoveling while the earthbenders are moving large chunks of earth out of the way. There's probably something better they could be doing with their time. (laughs) Yeah. Katara's or Sokka's like shovel harder everyone it's like well no not not that much time it takes a long time to shovel a ditch (laughs) and this is a very small shovel I'm using this is just my efforts could have been yeah and it's not even the right kind of shovel they're using edging shovels to try to dig a ditch I know they don't have any landscapers in this village (laughs) Just a bunch of lollygaggers who don't have to do anything because Aunt Wu is <laughs> controlling everyone like a puppet master. Yep. Uh, it's fun. Even Appa and Momo kind of get in on the action. Yeah. Appa's like, somebody's taking time to tie large boulders to Appa. He's flying them away. Momo puts down one tiny little rock like, <laughs> my job here is done. The town <laughs> is safe. Wipes his hands. <laughs> We're all going to be okay. I did it, guys. Momo capable of carrying very heavy weights, as discussed on last week's episode. Yep. 
So he's capable of more than we give him credit for. Uh, they dig a big trench to the water just outside of town and everyone else evacuates while the gang stays behind. Uh, the sky is blackened by smoke and then ash starts to rain down on the town. Uh, the volcano is spewing lava, which trickles down to the village and is destroying some structures along the way. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, It reaches the trench, which is already almost at capacity, but then there's another huge eruption from the volcano and like big boulders start flying everywhere and crashing into the lava. There's a lot of really cool visuals. This is the scene that I'm pretty sure we were both thinking of earlier when we said this episode looks fucking incredible. It's really cool. I think from the second we start seeing the ash raining down, the whole scene is like, this is the fucking coolest shit we've seen on the show. It's like beautiful desolation with this volcano raining down terror on this village. It looks so good. It's very cool. By far, I think the best thing we have seen so far. We get like a cool silhouetted shot of Aang standing as a boulder lands in the lava Mm -hmm. and splashes it up. Uh, Oh, love it. Yep. Uh, Sokka and Katara run, but yeah, Aang is standing on the edge of the trench and uh, it's up to him now to save the town. And he leaps a hundred feet into the air, mm-hmm. creating a swirling vortex around him and brings it crashing down as it sort of twists and mingles with the wall of lava that's starting to rise up in front of him. And he takes in a deep breath and then blows out a mighty gust of wind which permeates throughout the lava and then hardens it to stone. Yeah, they got this awesome like crater thing around the town now. They got this big ass jagged wall that will forever be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but honestly, it's a plus up. It's fucking cool. Yeah, it's, it's a tourist destination now. Come see the town that almost was gone, if yep. not for Avatar Aang. Uh, although when he's, he leaps in to start like doing something about the lava. I half expected him to start earthbending for no reason. Yeah. I was like, he's just going to start bending that lava. He's just going to tap into it. We're going to get some early earthbending going on. Uh, And I was a little disappointed that that wasn't what happened. But what we got was still very cool. Brendan, who says that earthbenders can bend lava? It seems to me like you might have been watching episodes of The Legend of Korra. (laughs) Uh, It wasn't, but I would count. This is, again, like I would count metal to be Earth. I would count lava to be Earth. Uh, perhaps I've spoiled something about the legend of Korra for you. It's not Maybe. I would actually probably count lava as Earth or fire. I would say either of them should have some sort of ability with it. We did already kind of know this was a thing when they said that Avatar Roku carved the tunnels beneath his temple by himself out of the magma. Yes. Yep. So whatever style of bending it is, uh, it can be done, but not by Aang. At least, you know, not yet. Not yet. But I thought, like, kind of the way he waterbends in the first episode before he sure. should know how to do any of it. Sure. Uh, in any case, it's a very cool thing that he does here. <laughs> yeah, it's still very cool. Uh, he comes to arrest, and the town is saved. Uh, Katara and Sokka are watching him do all, all of this just completely slack-jawed. Yeah, and they think it's cool as hell, too. God damn, Aang is 
so sick is what they both say <laughs> to each other. And then they give each other like a secret high five. Yeah. They both say, when did Anne get so hot? <laughs> Do you hear uh, them talking question. about papaya? <laughs> it was the papaya conversation that <laughs> really kind of solidified it for me. Uh, Sokka in a daze is like, wow, you forget sometimes that Aang is a really powerful bender. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Katara snaps to attention at that choice of words and is like, powerful bender. Where have I heard this before? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> womp, womp, womp. <laughs> oh, nuts. <laughs> Uh, the camera spins slowly around her face as she slowly admits, yeah, I guess Aang is a powerful bender and also kind of sexy. I don't know. <laughs> In like a weird way. <laughs> In like a way that is probably not appropriate to talk about because he's so young, but like <laughs> we're already here talking about it. I have very confused feelings about what's happening right now. <laughs> I'm still figuring out, like, my own thing. You know, I'm young, too, but, like, this is making me feel a certain type of way. <laughs> Aang's doing it for me, I guess, is what I'm going to say. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> uh, there is one final scene. Uh, everyone's back in the village square, and Aang gives Aunt Wu her book back, and all is forgiven. Uh, Sokka says to the crowd, hey, I hope you all learned a lesson today. Mm-hmm. The old man gets one last jab in. He's like, hey, Aunt Wu didn't predict that the volcano wouldn't explode. She just said that the village would not be destroyed. Which is correct. Yep. And here here we are. Still never been wrong. <laughs> Still batting 1,000. <laughs> she doesn't miss. <laughs> God damn, look at her go. She's on fire. <laughs> Sokka gets right in this guy's face and spits out through clenched teeth. I hate you. <laughs> He's never been so upset in his life. He's so mad. <laughs> I get it, though. I get it. Uh, Aang tells Aunt Wu that he knows her love prediction wasn't really real, but she gives him hope that he can form his own destiny going forward, which is, you know, good enough. Whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Aang seems satisfied. He's like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> You don't have, like, anything else for me, Aunt Wu? Is that really all you're going to say? Because this is probably the last time we're ever going to see each other. <laughs> A little something for the road. Aang wants his money back. <clears throat> he didn't give her any. It's just pr pro bono fortune telling. I don't know. She's got to, you know, start monetizing this somehow. Uh, they're about to leave, and Katara says goodbye to Mang. And mm -hmm. Mang cheerily waves goodbye but as Appa walks away, Mang's smile turns to a frown, and she very coldly says, floozy. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> fucking <laughs> drag her. <laughs> fucking love Mang. I'm willing to bet that this is the only utterance of the word floozy in Nickelodeon history. It might be. Oh, now, how do we find that out? There's got to be some kind of archive that we will look into. An archive of every transcript of every Nickelodeon show. Every Nickelodeon show. show that has ever existed. Control F floozy. <laughs> One we'll hit. find that out. We will find that out soon. Uh, but that is the end of this episode. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. The fortune teller, Brendan. That's the one. We uh, predicted we would have fun and 
Did that prediction come true? I think so. I had a lot of fun with this one. I like this episode a lot. I really love this episode more than I remembered having, because I've seen this a handful of times. And yeah. Like watching it again back this time and our conversation right now, like convinces me this is like a great episode and, and thinking about the other kind of filler episodes that mm-hmm. we've had to this point. This is definitely like standing at the top of them. Yes, it's one of my favorites uh, for sure. Definitely in the top 14. <laughs> it's in the top 14. It's been a while since you've uh, laid that one on me. <laughs> it has, yeah. I'm bringing it back. Sh- shit. Well, no, you don't have to, you don't have to do that. <laughs> um, Yeah, this episode's great. It's very, very funny, like mm-hmm. consistently throughout. Yeah, it's 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 got a lot of good gags. The animation's very good. Uh it's not like it's not super plot heavy, but we get some the predictions I feel like will be important. Uh, I really hope Ang and Mang end up together. I'm shipping that. Mang deserves better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Ang's you know, kind of a piece of shit. Ang is, yeah, not focused. She needs a man who knows what he wants, <laughs> knows knows how to get it. And Aang is just all over the place, you know? Yeah, yeah. She needs a man. Aang's just a boy. <laughs> yeah. Mang needs a man. Oh, God. I don't feel comfortable <laughs> saying that at all. Uh, we'll see if that makes it into the final episode audio. <laughs> um, Yeah, this episode is funny. It's good also because, like, a lot of different characters get a chance to be funny in mm-hmm. this episode. Even, like, Aang, who is... A weirdo and Katara, who is like sometimes all business, like her falling deep into the fortune telling thing with Aunt Wu is at times legitimately very, very silly. Yes. Yeah. So and then new characters that we get like Mang or like the old man, like there are this episode. This episode to me is very hilarious. Yeah, it's very funny. It's also very cool. They 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 hit Mm -hmm. on a lot of good points uh, throughout this one. And as we mentioned several times over, it's at times visually stunning Mm -hmm. in a way. I don't think this show has quite accomplished yet to this point. Like there are scenes where you're like, God damn, this looks really good. Yeah, there have been scenes in other episodes where I was like, wow, the animation's really stepping up here. But I feel like this episode was pretty consistently very well animated. I agree. It's funny (laughs) sitting here after like two really important plot heavy, like integral to the story kind of episodes Mm -hmm. Um, sitting here. And we had bemoaned the fact that like, Oh, we've had so much filler between like the important stuff. But now here we are talking about this episode and we're like, yeah, like if the filler episodes are going to be like this. Yes. This, this is the kind of filler stuff that I like uh, where it feels kind of weighty, but also it's very fun and there's not a lot of like, lulls in what's happening not a lot of lulls but a lot of lulls yeah <laughs> well, that was it was really hard for me to distinguish between those two words in <laughs> what i just said <laughs> do you think it came out okay though do you think people are gonna know i think so i heard the difference but also i get into arguments about the difference of aaron and Aaron. so <laughs> aaron and Aaron. yeah uh, I, we don't have time for this. <laughs> we don't have time for this. You get into a lot of arguments about this. I, more than you would think. <laughs> it I, has come up a number of times. 
Uh, you know what, Brendan? I believe it. <laughs> but again, there's simply no time. Uh, yes, episode 14, The Fortune Teller. Uh, thumbs up. We loved it. Yeah, great episode. It was really good. It was very silly. And uh, we had a great time today. We're going to continue having a good time going forward, I think. I hope so. <laughs> you would hope so. You wouldn't hope that we wouldn't have no, fun going I don't, forward. No, I don't want this to fail i'm having a good time i'm kind of coming around on the show hey that's i'm begrudgingly coming around on the show i still want to talk shit about it but i'm having a hard time (laughs) keeping that up i'm terrified to go to disneyland in california because i don't want to go there and admit that it is better than disney world oh no i know i'm so scared that i'm gonna go there and have to be like god Damn it, it is better than Disney World. Shit. I'm going to be so mad if that happens. (laughs) But someday I am going to have to face my fears, just like you are facing your fears right now with this Mm -hmm. show. And uh, it's, you know, it's important to stay true to yourself, huh? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What's Brendan really got going on? Who could have predicted? Certainly not Aunt Wu. (laughs) No, she predicts everything. Uh, Okay. That was a good episode. Mm -hmm. No emails for us this week. Uh, If you do want to reach out to us, gotarecap at gmail.com is where you can send us your thoughts on Avatar The Last Airbender, you know, maybe this specific episode, any other specific episodes we've already watched, uh, pretty much anything under the sun, send them our way to gotarecap at gmail.com, and we would be thrilled to read those emails on the show. Yeah, it's been a long time since I got to sing the email song. Don't we all just want to hear another wonderful rendition of the email song? You'd have to write in. It's the only way it can be done. We're not going to do it uh, otherwise. Nope. That's the uh, price of admis- uh, admission. Take destiny into your own hands. Form form your path forward here in life by sending us an email so you can get that content you crave, which is Brendan's email song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And go listen to the Invader Zim episode. And listen to the Invader Zim episode, because you <laughs> know what? It's a good shit. episode. <laughs> I worked really hard on that. <laughs> it's a good episode. No, it's, it, is really, it is good, Brendan. <laughs> I lived through that, and it was a good time. <laughs> If you have not yet listened to the Invader Zim episode, you definitely should. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a Christmas episode, but it's evergreen. Yeah. Just like, like a, a Christmas tree. Christmas tree is. <laughs> they're not evergreen trees. <laughs> we both had the same thought. <laughs> it's ever a fir tree. <laughs> At Gotta Recap on social media, you can also reach out to us there. We would love to hear from you. Uh, head to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Drop us a five-star review of the show. You know, we talked at the top of the episode about, you know, we kind of are hitting some big milestones on where we want to be with the show. And the more uh, reviews that come in, the more we can sort of accomplish future milestones going forward. And, and in turn, you know, that makes us, it puts us in a better place to deliver a better show to all of you. Yeah. So help us help you is what we're trying to say. <laughs> Again, the power is in your hands. We're hands off at this point. I, yeah. Yep. Once this goes out there, I can't touch it anymore. <laughs> it's dead to us. <laughs> no, I forgot. I don't even remember what this episode was. We just recapped, so it doesn't <laughs> even matter. 
and of course, you know, we're coming up on that precious season that is uh, new Zelda season. So head mm-hmm. to twitch.tv slash Bob the virus and uh, you are sure to soon see uh, our good friend Brendan yep. playing a new Zelda game. How fun does that sound? Uh, that's going to be the Saturday after it comes out. I'm going to be starting so, that. So whatever date that is. I believe it's the 13th of okay. Mar- uh, May. The 13th of yeah. May. So we're a handful of days away from that now at this point. Yeah. Keep your eyes peeled. We'll bring it up again in case you forgot. But, you know, write it on your calendar so it's it's fresh in your view. Yeah. Uh, all right, Brendan. That's all the time we have here. Uh, uh, I see Brendan. Hey. 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 <laughs> Brendan. <laughs> hey, Brendan. Hey. <laughs> I foresee something in your future. <gasps> yeah. Would you would you like to know? Yeah. <laughs> what if I just said no? Ruin your bit. No, no. Okay, well, we'll see you all next week. <laughs> uh, a vision is becoming clear to me right now. And in it, I foresee you watching episode 15 of Avatar The Last Airbender and recapping it with me. Whoa. It's really not that exciting a prediction, but that's that's all I had. <laughs> I mean, it's probably a safe bet. <laughs> yeah, I'm really I'm not going too far out on a limb. But on barring that. any unforeseen circumstances. You know, God willing. God willing, we can follow through on that one. Uh, <laughs> check in with us next week to see if that panned out. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.